and they were not a little comforted. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning, my friends. Well, we've made it through another week, and God is gracious and good, as He always is. Uh, Today we're embarking on studying together Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12, and we'll see that uh, Paul was uh, already engaging in ministry there in Troas, where we're told they stayed for seven days. Uh, prior to their next journey. Um, In today's scripture text, we will see Paul is teaching uh, in an upper room for a lengthy period of time. And in today's text, something terrible, but kind of humorous in a way happens, Um, but God is glorified through it. And uh, so we'll, we'll see the terrible, humorous, or perhaps terribly humorous thing take place. Uh, as we read this text today. So uh, before we do, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, O God, that we're here once again, pausing to study your word together, and we give you thanks. Uh, Lord, how grateful we are for your word and its instruction, and we pray that you would teach us once again through it as we study together today. Father, open us up, mind, body, heart, and soul, to what you have for us in this moment and that we might apply those things to the benefit of our growth in grace. We ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, here is Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered, And a young man named Euctus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. And being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down and bent over him and taking him in his arms said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten and conversed with them a long while until daybreak and so departed... And they took the youth away alive and were not a little comforted. (laughs) Well, the humorous part is uh, Paul's teaching, and you can imagine this young kid is like, goodness gracious, this guy is just droning on. Hasn't he said everything that he needs to say already? And he's sitting in a window in this upper room, which happens to be three stories above the ground. And as Paul continues going on in his Uh, In his discussion and his sharing, this young man falls into a deep sleep and careens backward out the window to the ground. As you can imagine, this creates quite a stir and people rush down to him um, and uh, they bring him back up to the upper room and uh, as they bring him in, he's, he's dead. Paul leans down to the young man and he observes that he scoops him into his arms and he says, don't be alarmed. Um, His life is in him. Um, And so um, whether Paul performed a miracle resurrection or whether uh, the Lord in that moment just uh, brought this young man back to life, we don't know for certain, but Paul knew that this man's life was in him. And Uh, They resumed the teaching. This young man, I'm assuming, was laid to the side so he could rest. 
and be cared for. Uh, they eat, and uh, at daybreak, Paul leaves. And we're told in verse 12, they took the young man away alive and were not a little comforted. They were simply amazed. Not just a little comfort, a whole lot of comfort, a whole lot of encouragement, a whole lot of amazement at seeing this young man who had fallen backwards out a third-story window onto the ground, literally leaving that house alive. Amazing, amazing. And that is one instance among many throughout the New Testament where Jesus himself or his disciples were engaged in ministry activity where miraculous things happened. And the point is not the miracle itself. Of course, God loves taking care of his beloved children and and he loves restoring life to broken and dead bodies and broken and dead lives and broken and dead marriages and broken and dead hearts. But the point of this miracle and the point of so many of the miracles was to draw attention to the amazing, mighty power of God. (laughs) That's the point. Uh, Because if the miracle never happened, God would not get the attention but 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 what this does is it draws attention to our god of endless might endless power and 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 people must regard this god as greater than themselves more powerful themselves higher than themselves entirely entirely powerful and majestic and holy and all the things that we could say of our great god um it it turns attention to god That's what these kinds of events do. They win God attention. And when God gets attention, when his glory is elevated, um, people come to him. (laughs) People see him as he is. And they turn their hearts to him. They repent of their rebellious ways. And they come to faith in him. And the kingdom grows. And that's what it's all about, my friends. And that's why this story's in here. <laughs> maybe Paul's teaching was boring that night. Maybe, maybe you or maybe me, uh, maybe one of us, maybe we would have fallen out of the window and been like uh, tapping our watches like, come on, Paul, I think you said it. Let's have communion and let's go. Uh, it's very likely. Uh, but nonetheless, this event draw, drew amazing attention to our amazing God. And whatever does that is worth it. It's worth it in our own lives and in others' lives and in the world. Whatever draws attention to our great God is worth it. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to come and study with us. And uh, we'll be back at it again next week, Lord willing. And you have a great weekend. God bless. Take care.